Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melinda and Lindy and thank you for joining our conversation. Hey, hey. Hey. So do you want to start off and uh, tell us what we're doing today, (laughs) what we're talking about? Right, so today we're basically... um, talking about we're starting our journey so we're 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 on the hero's journey and our and we've called ourselves to do like a soul quest which Mm -hmm. sounds very like weird but all it is is like (laughs) wiring into ourselves like looking into ourselves we've talked about this before like peering into ourselves like self-inquiry yeah uh we just want to do that and i think that a lot of the time we say that okay we want to do this we think we should do this it's a good it's good to we want to learn more about healing and things like this but yeah. we don't have any motive to do it so we'll set ourselves the task right for six weeks we're going to be reading and then feeding back every week um on what we've what we've read so i'm reading my book which is um in alchemy and i've managed to read um i don't know what chapter i'm on it's not like i'm still at the beginning basically yeah i've at the beginning of of um this book it kind of describes what what inner alchemy is like and like um yeah it describes what alchemy is and it gives an exercise to do um to kind of get you um aligned it's like a foundational exercise um yeah of meditation which you can build up with other meditations as the book goes along um all of the purpose of basically aligning yourself and aligning the different um your different like your different the different layers of of you mm-hmm. and getting them to be in alignment so that you can manage yourself better like you can imagine you can manage your emotions your your spiritual life and your physical life yeah okay i don't know if that was the question actually but yeah that's that means <laughs> my side like i'm saying so this is the foundation of this of this series and that's what we've both we've both done. Um but basically as we like instead of us just kind of rambling on yeah. about what we've you know, what we've learned, we're gonna anchor our findings with three questions that we're going to ask each other. Um, mm-hmm. so for each of our journeys and each of our learnings that that we've like everything that we've found out and done during the week, we're gonna ask each other one, what have you learned? yeah or are learning number two um how has your perspective changed yeah and number three like what's one practical thing or skill that you can teach some you can tell someone mm-hmm. or sometimes that you can say all these things that you've been learning and then or someone can let like, you can say oh yeah we'll go and read this or go and watch that but I think sometimes it's it's really good just to give one simple practical thing so yeah those are yeah. the questions um so do you want to start should I ask you first then Okay. Since I'm talking. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, what are you reading and what are you, what have you learned? Okay. Yeah. So, I really wanted to delve into the, um, into like energy medicine, which I mentioned last week. And the book that I started reading was the one that you recommended me, actually. And it's called um, The Language Your Body Speaks by. Ellen Meredith 
And so I started off by just, I just wanted to take it kind of like nice and simple. So I, I like read the first chapter. The chapters are nice and kind of sweet. So the first chapter was talking about, it just int- introduces the concept of energy language and like what's the difference between like conventional medicine and using energy and having more, I guess, I guess having more autonomy yourself to kind of be able to heal yourself and understand the language that your own individual body is speaking. So I think the first thing that I've kind of, I kind of learned was that like it is individual because most of like conventional medicine is about um, finding like uh, trying to deal with symptoms, but it kind of comes from the perspective of like just looking at, at the, at the body as kind of general for everyone it doesn't look at you as an individual so like if me and you for example had something wrong with our I don't know um we had like the same symptoms like probably our gallbladder or something wasn't functioning properly they'd give us the same diagnosis and the same like medicine even though we're individuals and it could be like there could be different roots and reasons to why it stopped functioning or why the energies are not right so I think the first chapter just kind of introduces you to the idea that like you you are the one who has to kind of understand how your body works it's not really about like understanding energy in general it's about like how does the energy in your body kind of communicate and kind of just being more conscious and more aware of like how your body operates basically you know and how it's all interlinked like it's not just the physical it's like the physical the spirit the soul like your mind everything you know influences what's going on mm-hmm. yeah so I think that's what I kind of learned initially going into the first chapter and just I, I really like the way she writes the book because there's lots of like examples um uh of like her people around her like friends and stuff like that she even mentions um Mother Teresa and how she actually used energy to heal as well um so it wasn't just about you know trying to find a medicine to um to treat someone but it was more about what's going on with them right now and trying to uh, feel their energy and what's and kind of like shift it so that it's kind of in sync and in rhythm I guess mm-hmm. yeah well that sounds weird like if someone's listening and they'll be like how did how did that like writer know that mother Teresa use energy work yeah, that just sounds weird like, oh okay <laughs> that's true um no she was watching I think a video of her treating a a man um who I think he was having like spasms and it was the way that she used her hands as a tool to kind of make certain um movements to kind of get his energy and rhythm and then like after a while he was fine and not to say that that was like a permanent solution but it was just it was like she didn't give him any medicine do you know what I mean she was just kind of going off like her intuition and whatever so yeah it was something that she had watched and seen so the writer had watched yeah the writer had watched a video and obviously studied her as well so yeah that was just interesting to learn that because I don't don't know that much about Mother Teresa like I know the name but I don't know about her (laughs) like that um but yeah I think that was the main thing and just um also she she mentions that like it's it's about communicating 
because like, obviously the book is called The Language, isn't it? So it's a language that your body is speaking and it's you trying to understand. It's like learning any kind of language. You have to understand it and learn and you have to kind of come from it. You have to come to it with like an open mind. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of like a child mm-hmm. trying to understand what's happening. So you, you kind of have to throw out all your kind of misconceptions or what you think you know about the body initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the book is kind of, so what you, so the book will teach you how to um understand your body is that what it is yeah it just gives you like the I'm just coming off the first chapter because it was kind of like an introductory chapter so it's telling you like how the differences between conventional medicine and energy medicine how it takes those things into consideration and how it kind of looked at like you know you've got Chinese medicine you've got like shaman shamanic medicine I don't know if that's how you say it Mm -hmm. um where they look at individual issues and they don't look at it like generically across people so there's individual um medicines for for each person that comes with something yeah and so they take into consideration so she so all these things are they they look at what do you mean like they're you're given all these different like medicine systems are are these part of the energy yeah so it's like more like um eastern cultures I mean, it doesn't have to be Eastern cultures, but just anything that's not conventional medicine. Mm -hmm. So, like, you've got, like, the Chinese, um, what's it called? Um, I don't know the name, but you've got the Chinese. They use things like, you know, they talk about your chi and they do things like um, acupuncture and things like that to kind of, they talk about the connections between, like, your foot and your hand and, like, different organs and things like that that's not really based off conventional medicine and giving you medicine and giving you pills do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so yeah it's looking at the interconnectedness between the physical and like the mind and the spirit okay so like how 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 has your perspective changed so far um how has my perspective changed because of that um it's funny because I think knowing that helps me kind of not um give away my power to like doctors and like um professionals in that field and just think that they know they should know my body better than I do if that makes sense Mm. and I feel like that's what conventional medicine does but at the same time she does say that no it's there it's there for a reason it's there to save lives like for example if I don't know you have a punctured lung of course we can't just sit here and you know you know that that's where conventional medicine is useful for things like that but at the same time it's like not giving away my power to people these professionals because they're not taught about the holistic um they're not really taught about well-being in that way it's more like just very generic so it's like it allows me to have autonomy I guess and to take control of my own well-being and be like okay if something's wrong in my body I don't just have to be like, okay, there's pain in my body. Let me go get take like some pain medicine to get rid of the pain. Mm. I have to think about, okay, why is there pain there? Is it, am I stressed? Like, do you know, I have to think about the full spectrum of like my diet, my stress level. Um, did I get enough sleep? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. And it, and it's more holistic because it's dealing with the root of the problem. It's not just like, oh, let me just get rid of the pain. Cause then it's just going to come back again and again. I feel like I've experienced that cause I used to always have headaches. Like, it got to a point where it was almost daily. Um, and, you know, I just got into the habit of just taking painkillers, but that doesn't solve it. It just comes back and you're just in this kind of loop of like just trying to get rid of the symptom, but not dealing with like, why is it happening? What 
you know, and and not just looking at the physical. Again, I think the mind plays a big um, a big role in that because it is connected to the body. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, we talk about how we can control how what happens in the physical realm, and that's true of the mind and the body. So that's how it's changed my perspective. It's like when something when I feel like something's wrong, I don't just go and try and treat the symptom. I'm like, okay. I, I can kind of look at, okay, what has happened? Have I slept? Have I eaten? All these kind of things. Um, and that helps me be in control, I suppose. Like, mm. have a, like, it gives me the power back. It's like I'm a, I am get the power back from giving it to other people, like doctors and things like that. I'm running to make appointments. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I think it's a challenge. It's challenging um, mm. actually yeah. to practice. I feel like. Yeah, because it requires a mind shift, isn't it? definitely yeah and and not just knowing it in your mind but actually doing it like I know this and I guess people do know this you Mm. know that like yeah when you have a pain or a problem and you're treating the symptoms it's not really dealing with the cause but I mean I have certain I have that in my in my own body as well where I have certain symptoms but then it's like I don't want to sit down and do that work and do that you know like shifting my energies having that meditation looking at my well-being it's like yeah it's like the time that it takes for me to do that and I guess the focus and the wanting Mm. just really the self-love I guess to do it I don't have it and yet um, Mm. just quickly run to like just fix the symptom fix the symptom fix the symptom (sighs) so I feel like for everyone listening who's kind of like, yo, well, I know that already. Like, I hear you too because I'm there. Like, I, I know this, that it's not about the symptom. And, like, you know, I have the I have the power to change these things. But it's almost like I know it in my head, but I don't believe it in my heart, I think. And that's why I don't do it. Yeah. You know, I think I've heard it said that you do what you believe, isn't it? So even though mm. in my head somewhere up there, it's like, oh, I know that I've got autonomy in da 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 um but it's like I obviously don't believe it because I don't put it I don't do it um so it's like how do you shift that I mean it's just not a question like oh to answer but it's just a wondering I'm wondering out loud it's like how do you shift you know from going to like just head knowledge to actually like actually embodying and actually like in your con in your like making it be an unconscious subconscious belief like ingraining that mm. that thing we talked about this yesterday because we were talking about abundance mindset and it's yeah. like, you know, same thing. It's like you have these things that you know with quotation marks, but you don't know them because <laughs> they're not really in your unconscious. Your actual belief that's in your subconscious is is contrary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And it's interesting because at the beginning of the book, she does say that like you like we need like four things to kind of get into self-healing. And she starts off by saying that you need the belief to believe like you need that belief to know that you can like it does make a difference like having this mindset and believing that you can shift your energies and heal yourself and all that mm-hmm. um and like it's, just, it's a tool isn't it that you can use so mm-hmm. yeah I think the belief is very important and I feel like it takes practice I guess and it's just like practicing that faith for it to manifest isn't it yeah, and I think also faith comes with the knowledge, maybe, because it's like, I'm like, oh, I know mm. this, but I haven't actually dedicated myself to I didn't finish reading the book that you're reading, even though I recommended mm. it. It's like, I think partly, maybe it's a journey, maybe that's part of, that's part of the journey. It's like, as you True. learn more about it, you start to believe and believe. I mean, like, 
it's like your as your what I'm trying to say is that maybe as your knowledge grows, your faith grows as well. Hmm. Because it does say, isn't it? Like in the Bible, it says like, what does it say about faith? It says that faith comes um by hearing the word of God. Yeah. So it's like you can you doesn't have to be the word of God at the end. It could be like faith in everything anything in it. Faith in in money comes by hearing about money or something, you know, faith about self-healing and energy work comes by hearing like or rather yeah. learning so maybe that's one way i don't know um yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> um now my last question for you is what's like you know you've, you've talked about all this stuff but um it's like if you just had to just give one takeaway to someone who's listening so that they didn't have to read the book that you're reading what's one practical skill that they could they could implement this week um what would you tell them um what would you tell them some- to do I think something practical was at the end of the chapter, there was like a meditation. Um, And I'm used to reading these kind of books that have these kind of meditations, but it was really nice because it was, the meditation was kind of like, it was you kind of having to open up your mind to like be aware of the interconnectedness of like you, but like in three parts. So there was, um, the physical body which she called the earth elemental self and then it was the no the like the thinking body so your mind she called that the talking self and then it was like your I guess your higher self like your soul kind of she called that the wiser self and so like in this meditation she was kind of like asking you to kind of make yourself aware of like the physical like your physical space that you're in like your body your hands your feet your legs and then like your your thinking mind and then that higher self, the one that is kind of, I guess, connected to everything. And then just, I guess, be aware that the, that it's all connected through energy. And I feel like by having that like awareness, you can then practice like the tools that she meant, like one of the exercises she mentioned at the beginning, um, midway through the book was one where it's like you can move energy using your hands. And I feel like, once you become aware of the energy, you can do those kind of exercises and kind of, I suppose it's like, by practicing is that you're, you're practicing that faith, isn't it? You're like, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. So as you're doing it, it's like that faith is coming because you're believing that it's, it's happening and it's, you're, you're building more awareness and more faith as you do it. So I said, I guess one practical thing that I think would be, to actually just meditate and become aware of that interconnectedness. Okay. Do you think that someone would need, how long would they need to meditate for? Was it just up to them? Um, No, it could, it's not even, I don't think there's a time limit. It's just like, it could just be five minutes. It's just you kind of being aware of your body. Like, it's almost like just be present. Mm. I know I always come back to that point, but it's like, it seems like that's what is required to do these things. It's like, you have mm. to be present in your body for you mm. to be aware of that energy. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that would be like the starting block, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was pretty helpful. That's definitely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> from that. Yeah, but it was, um, I really did enjoy the chapter actually. And it really helped, like, having, <laughs> knowing that we're coming to the podcast and I was like, I have to read it. So it helped me to read it consciously and yeah. actually, like, make notes of things and stuff like that. But yeah, it was really good. I'm excited to get into more of it. But yeah, 
So now it's your turn. <laughs> so yeah, so question number one is what have you learnt or what are you le- learning? Um, it's interesting because pretty much quite a lot of things that you've said also is just basically the same thing, isn't it? What's resonating with what I'm reading. Um, mm-hmm. So what have I learnt is... Um, what can I say? What have I learned? I have to think about it actually. <laughs> um, what have I learned? I'm just trying to think of something fresh. Um, I guess I'm not sure if this is like this is a, like a new thing, but something that I was really mm-hmm. rem- reminded of um, whilst reading the book is that um, basically that we are we are all like we're connected like each individual is connected to the should I say the cosmos the cosmos Mm. the cosmos cosmos, what do I even mean I feel like it's like existence isn't it because we can say universe Mm. beyond the universe you know if you want to take it there but like we're connected (laughs) to everything it's like yes so it's like I was reminded that we are connected to everything Mm. And I was learning, I'm not sure if that's what I was learning, I was learning more what you touched on at the end there is that it begins with being present, I think. And like, mm. it's enough, it's enough. Um, when I say it's enough, I say it's enough because it's it's a starting point. It's like you said, it's like the fundamental, it's like step one, you know, be present. Because I was yeah. trying, because I, at the, uh, it's not at the end of the chapter, but in, you know, in the beginning, at the start of this book, it there's um there's a practice called the master practice, which I think is basically the foundational practice. You know, like the mm-hmm. one that you build, you 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 use that practice and then you build on it to do the other yeah. meditations. So this foundational meditation is one that is designed to help you align with the cosmic forces, basically. It sounds so like... Do, do, do. <laughs> In order to, it's designed to help you align. Um, and so at the beginning, you you start the meditation by being um, aware of using vis- visualization, actually, um, a lot, being aware of the different parts of your body and grounding okay. yourself a lot. Like you might think that, you know, being aware of everything, being part of everything that's out there, you feel as if like the body is not, you know, what I mean, when it comes to spiritual matters, it's like you you can easily just think that the body is not important. But it seems like through reading this, it's like anchoring yourself to your body, like being grounded in your body, being aware of your body um, mm. is actually important. And it's a gateway almost to the spiritual. So, okay. yeah, I was learning that it's actually that grounding place. Because even when I started the meditation, I could feel myself wanting to move on to the next step of the meditation. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. I'm grounded. I'm grounded. I'm grounded. I'm grounded. Because <laughs> um, another part of the meditation is, is being aware of like the low it's like it's it's a weird one it looks like it's a standing meditation because there's a there's a there's a diagram in the book and it's like if you can imagine like a person and then they've got like um a reflection of themselves um below their feet so it's like you know if you were standing mm-hmm. like on top of a mirror with that yeah mirror. yeah so then it's you've got like your it's not called a shadow self and I don't think it's supposed to be but it's like yourself reflected like but you know beneath you and then you've got this like halo of light above you. And then you've got this kind of like tube of light that runs all the way from above you to below. Yeah. And so, you know, after you're grounded, there's a point where you start, you know, like drawing energy from the ground and then, re- and then you know, releasing 
energy is like away from you again to the ground and then the third part of the meditation is like you know drawing energy from above so then it's like it, it starts with you grounding yourself and I could feel myself like want to get to, wanting to get to the next part but then I was <laughs> I realized that like that this is the fun like this is the this grounding yourself like even if you can just get this right this focus then even that yeah. would be good because I'm so obsessed with time and being like okay right let's just you know the, it's recommended a 20 minutes practice basically and I'm okay. the kind of person who I'm motivated by knowing like okay if I just do this I just need to do this for like this amount of time and I'm fine <laughs> so it's like I'll be there and I'll be thinking man so much time is going and I'm my mind keeps wandering and I'm not like you know visualizing my body um which is the basic but then I realized like look if in that 20 minutes all I could do was like just visualize one part of my body at least I've done that I'm training my focus yeah so I did learn that like you know that focus being able to just be present like you said as annoying as that phrase is to me <laughs> is that that is it you know that's the start and like, yeah that's the start for me that's the painful part but that is the start that's what mm. I learned okay um so question number two is how has that changed your perspective um I guess it's forced me to like take baby steps like know that I have these like grandeur vision of myself it's like yes I'm going to achieve self-mastery and like you know what I mean mm. conquer the dragon or whatever like conquer the dragon do you, do you know what I mean it's like yeah I'm gonna be spiritually ascended I'm gonna ascend around <laughs> not really like that but you know what I mean it's like these grand <laughs> dreams but I realize like nothing it all starts with the basic focus ground yourself so it made me it's making me respect the simplicity like I'm not it's making me shift myself shift my perspective of spirituality like what spirituality is like yeah it's not so much you're not it's not like the guru is not what you think he is like the spiritually enlightened person is not what you think he is it's like quite simple actually it's it's about stripping it down it's back to just being present again yeah and I guess when you accept that it's not like this big fat thing then I guess my expectations are lowered in a good way like maybe my perspective is not like a fake perspective of what spirituality is do you know what I mean you know how like mm-hmm. you feel like you will arrive and you arrive your arriving will look like this or something you know what I mean whereas now I'm yeah. like look if what I need number one is to focus and be present then I respect anyone that can do that man guru or not like you know? <laughs> so for me um my aim is just for that like you know if I can focus if I can train myself to do that you know um yeah and be present that's what it's it's, it's, a, it's perspective shift um try not to look at these lofty lofty ideals and just look at the basics yeah yeah I think that's it sounds like the same literally with what I read as well because even at the end she gives like a little practical tip she's like just treat yourself as an infant who just doesn't know how to talk but can still express like your needs and wants and things like that Mm. it just helps you kind of just I guess just dumb it down and not you know yeah But um, yeah, so what's one practical skill or like something that you can tell someone that you've learned? Um, yeah, it all comes back down to that master um, self mastery, um, not self mastery, the master practice, as the book calls it. Um, mm. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't like tell you the meditation now and go through yeah. it. No, but I think that what I would something practical that I would uh, that would tell someone to practice 
um, and that anyone can do is literally just at the beginning of your day, mm-hmm. um, whatever suits you best. Because some people are different. Like some people have to like go straight away to the toilet when they wake up. Some people like like to just <laughs> jump out of bed. Some people like to stay in bed for a while. But whenever you know, as like as early as as as, as suits you, I think if you can take a, take some time, take yourself like even like one minute. You yeah. Know, just one minute start with that and just if you can just um you know be practice visualizing your body like you know it doesn't have to be um you know from your head all the way down to your toes and like you know really some people don't work like that you might not have pictures like that in your mind but if you can just try and like be aware of your body like sense it like feel it so feel mm, it. I found, mm. like, when i was doing the practice i found after a while that i like it's like certain parts of my in my body did become I became more aware of them like I'd become aware of my hands like after 10 minutes or something like that yeah so if you could just practice for one minute um if more like up to five minutes that could be good but just become aware of your body like it's like listening to it I guess or letting Mm. it letting yourself be aware letting yourself be aware of it yeah if you could just practice that um every day for the next week I think that um that could be that could be really helpful for you um in just becoming aware of your body really i think that's one thing i would say if you wanted to practice something um towards self-mastery then yeah do that um okay that that went well quickly (laughs) is there anything else that you want to like mention um i don't think so no well other than the fact that i was going to talk about actually I've talked a lot about just being present as well because I was like, yeah, that's basically what it is. When you were speaking, I was like, yeah. I was just saying at the beginning <laughs> of this book, actually, there is, um, uh, I was going to say annoyingly, yeah, at the beginning of this book before, you know, um, the writer starts going into the different aspects of the, you know, of the self and all that, there is a part mm-hmm. where you have to answer some questions and it's like an inquiry kind of chapter. And literally it was like, oh my gosh, uh, it was like killing me, like to look at them. You know, you just have to sit and think. And um, I just wanted to share that, like you know, it was questions. I I actually wrote them down. I ended up doing it. It took me mm-hmm. an hour or an a half or something. Um, and there were questions such as these, like, "Who am I?" You know, so you have to think. Oh gosh, who you are, like physically, mentally, emotionally. I don't even know how to answer such questions. So it's like, I think it broke it down. So it's like, who are you? So who are who am I is a big one, really. It's really massive. It's like, okay, mm. basically it's like your physical body. Like, how would you describe yourself physically? How would you describe yourself mentally at the moment? How would you describe yourself emotionally? So it, I think that helps. And then uh, there was another question, who am I to myself? And then I, I, I found this one question was, you went through different things. Like, what are your habits? You know, mm-hmm. what's your relationship to work? I think that was quite interesting. Um, you know, okay. because sometimes, you know, I've been listening to that and I didn't really realise that, you know, there's such a thing to be attached to work. Like, you can have, like, an unhealthy attachment to your work. Um, and then it asks you things like, you know, um, what would you like for your immediate future? What would you like for your remote future? What are the things you don't like? One question that was quite good was when it asks, how do others see you? Like, how do others see me? And then I was just thinking mm. about, like, you know, people who are close to me and thinking about how they see me. Like, you know, how do, how do I think they would describe me? And it was interesting, mm. <laughs> actually. So I think that would be quite good. I mean, if, if someone wanted to take that, ask themselves that question, actually, think of like three to four people that are close to you. Um, and if less, if there's less people that's close to you, even one, whatever, it's like, mm. 
think about how do they see you and I think I have got some interesting ones I think I I, I for some people for for one of them I think I was I think it was for dad actually I'm not even <laughs> I think I know it was for dad and I was thinking I <laughs> and there was nothing bad in it like there was just like good stuff and I was like and I made myself cry that sounds so sad I made myself cry. <laughs> I really why is that sad to- because it's just like, why are you crying about what you think somehow someone else sees you? It's not as if he's even told me this is how he sees me. Like, it was just so funny. I was like, I'm just up in my little world. But um, oh no, I'm gosh. crying. But it's like, I'm just there. Like, imagine <laughs> It was funny. But um, it was it was a good exercise because it just, it kind of like, it was the same almost. For Sounds me, icky. Well, if you just did that one question, I think it was the same almost as, as if someone, you, which I like these type of exercises, where someone says good things about you. and mm, like, oh, Yeah, those are nice. It was actually the same feeling I got from doing this. So I think like even though it sounds icky, um, that's actually something I'll tell listeners to do as well. And even you, if you want to do it, Lindy, it's like, just ask yourself, pick a couple of people and, and ask yourself, you know, how would these people, what people, how do they see me? And yeah, I mean, it gave me a good vibe at the end, so it's up to you if you want it, um, <laughs> want it to that or not. Um, it's, it was the same as if the person had actually said, like, oh, you are kind, or you are this, you are that. Of course, there were some negative ones, which there's some pe- sometimes I think, like, yeah, the negative aspects that some people might see in me. But even then, it just, you know, it's probably more reflective of what I think of myself as well. Um, mm, true, yeah. So, so, yeah, it was a good question. You know, how do those who are close to you see you? Um, mm. and also try to get into yourself every day feel feel your body um so that's what I've got so far um from my journey mm. okay yeah yeah that sounds good because it, it sounds very like similar in terms of like the whole like you know trying to be present in your body and actually feel your body like I yeah. think that was kind of a crossover there but um yeah I just uh, what I really liked about um the book that I'm reading was just the differentiating between like what energy medicine can give you as opposed to conventional medicine because she had she gave an example of a friend who was like diagnosed with cancer and he had he got it treated and everything he was lucky he went into remission but it didn't but he was still unhappy in his life because he didn't have like tools to support him in other areas so it's like, yeah, we've dealt with the physical, but we haven't dealt with like the mental effects of that. And like, because obviously whenever you go through anything like a like a, a diagnosis of cancer, there's, it's not just the physical part. You know what I mean? It's like the, it takes over your, it affects your mentality, you know, your your spirit gets dampened, all these things. I don't know what it's like. I don't know anyone that's gone through that journey, but anything that is that big like you're gonna have it's gonna affect every area of your life isn't it so it's like yeah we've treated the physical but like we need tools for other areas as well for our mind and things like that and I guess yeah we're in a we're in an age where like people are talking about mental health and things like that which is great but it's like we need it's just nice to be able to know that I'm I'm responsible for myself if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. I can heal myself like that I think that's a big thing to be able to say that to be honest like Mm -hmm. I can heal myself it sounds very simple and some people might not really believe it but I think that's a really big thing to be able to have take that power back and say I can heal myself mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. I think the thing about your book as well that's really interesting is that it's, it's it is a call to get to know yourself 
know, have a relationship with yourself, like have time for yourself. And I think that mm-hmm. truly, like that is self-love. Um, yeah. It's not yeah. a spa day and it's not <laughs> like it's actually like listening wow. to yourself, getting to know yourself because, yeah, I have to say that that's what it is, that's self-love yeah and just the fact that like it's individual the journey is individual so it's like you're you're actually the expert on how your body works not the doctor that you go see because most of the time they don't even know some most of the things that's going on you know they're just you know they look it up like you would on the internet sometimes so it's like (laughs) you know it's nice to know that you (laughs) you can be the expert on your own body so you don't have to rely on anyone or whatever like even when they do studies for medicine you know you don't know if it's based on someone that's like you were you in the studies that they did for these medicines and you got the whole like medicines that are tested against placebo things so it's just kind of like it's not really much to go on when you think about it like that but obviously it does have its place so mm. yeah but that's my thing it's like yeah we can get we can take our power back I guess and represent I think we always talk about that as well in this podcast about how we have um we have that like you know what I mean? We have the power. We have the power. Sounds like cliche. I know. We have the economy. We are the creators. Like, we can create. We have that. Do you know what I mean? And it's only when we are the ones who can give it away. Yeah. Yeah. We are mm. the ones who also are able to, to, to do what we want and create. Um, mm. And I'm always like just preaching to myself every time on this podcast. <laughs> like if anyone's listening and they're just thinking like, like, like this is the life we live. Not really. No. At the moment. It's more like an awareness. And as I talk about in the podcast more, I do. You know what I mean? It's it's part of the whole faith thing, I guess. It's part of the whole like. Yeah. I'm more aware of it. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. And knowing that this is, it's like I know it to be real. And I know it to have some truth in what I'm saying. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, and yeah, we, we hope you guys have enjoyed it, and um, you join us and continue with us on this journey. Um, so yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.